Hello and welcome to the Investor Crisps podcast. I am Hormis Fatakia. Let's assume you are on a vacation in an overseas destination and you come across a property that blows your mind away. You dream of owning it someday, but the price of that property sends tears rolling down your cheeks. But if somebody tells you that you can still own that property, not in its entirety, but just a fraction, impossible? No. Possible. Owning fractional real estate is now becoming increasingly popular among investors across the globe. So what does fractional real estate actually mean? How can you own such properties and what is the process that needs to be followed for the same? So joining me to talk about all of this is Investor's co-founder and president Pratik Jain. So Pratik, welcome once again. Good to have you back with us. Hey Ormaz, always a pleasure to be here. Before I get to real estate, Pratik, can you first explain to our viewers what exactly does owning something in a fraction mean? Because I'm pretty sure not many would be aware of a concept like this. Sure. Owning fraction of any asset simply means owning a part of it. So you get partial ownership of the asset and participate equally with other owners of the asset in the appreciation or the depreciation of the value of the asset. Any income that the asset produces is also divided based on the fraction that you own, right? And similarly, any expenses that could be incurred towards maintenance of this asset are divided in the same proportion as your ownership. If you have invested in US markets with Investor, I'm pretty sure that you're aware of the fractional ownership. When you buy a stock or an ETF through Investor platforms, you can purchase fractional shares and your returns, dividends, expense ratios, and even the voting rights are prorated based on your percentage ownership. So that's basically what owning a fraction of an asset would mean. So if that is what owning a fraction means, I'll have follow-up questions on that. But now let's get to real estate because that's what the episode is about. So what does owning fractional real estate actually mean? And is this a concept that is new to an Indian investor? Funnily, fractional ownership of real estate is not at all new to India, right? Individuals have been purchasing property jointly with family, friends, business partners for decades. And it has been done for several reasons. It could be simple as inheritance where you want to own a fraction of a property with your spouse, with your children, right? Or affordability in case you feel the price is too high, you might want to have a partner in the property, which could be your friend or a business partner, or it could be just emotional where you want to share the property and the first house that you buy, for example, with your loved ones, right? But however, these structures like these, especially if they're not properly formalized, come with their own challenges, which I'm pretty sure you might have noticed or heard about. Right? And when you think about overseas real estate, things can start getting even more complicated. Fortunately, there are multiple platforms overseas that have made it super easy to invest in fractional real estate. They take care of all the paperwork, the legalities, maintenance of the property, and even appropriate distribution of the income and gains when the time comes are taken care of by the platforms. Right? So you can invest in a property overseas even in minutes and uh, start with very, very little amounts. So let me get this straight. Let's assume that I wish to buy a property uh, somewhere overseas and I cannot afford the property on my own. But if I gather five or six of my friends and all of us contribute equal amounts to buy the property, we can. So let's assume I have six of my friends. So we all of us would own an equal share in that property, if I'm getting that correct. It's a lot more flexible than that as well. You don't have to, first of all, own equally, right? You can divide it any, any proportion you want. Secondly, you don't even need your friends. The platforms that I'm speaking about, they arrange everything for you and you invest with hundreds or thousands of other investors without even knowing who the other parties are. 
and you get your own ownership just similar to getting a fractional ownership in a stock through investor platform you don't know who the other investors are but the platform itself makes sure that you know you get the appropriate returns in the proportion that you are invested in a property but yes there are certain other platforms especially in the uk which also allow you to come in with a group of friends and purchase a property and they take care of the paperwork and the legalities for you and we'll get to those platforms but before that since you've mentioned fractional real estate and you speak so highly of it our investors would definitely want to know what are the advantages other than the ones that you mentioned what are the advantages of owning a fractional real estate sure there are multiple i mean of course you can think of you know affordability is a major one where you can start investing with as little as you won't believe it but you can invest as little as 10 dollars through some platforms in these fractional real estates many of these platforms especially in the us come with a threshold of 10000 to 25000 dollars but there are multiple especially in the project financing side in europe where you can put in as little as 10 euros and start investing secondly it gives you a far better control of your portfolio in the sense that the assets are maintained digitally you know what the value of investments are at any given point of time many times these investments are also shorter term which means they are two years to three year investments and you don't have to lock into a property for 20 30 years right you can keep liquidating the portfolio and move on whenever you want then there is no down payment requirements like you would have if you were to buy a house and take a mortgage all those complexities are not there uh, maintenance is taken care of which is another big factor you don't have to worry about who's renting your home is it being cleaned and maintained it's all taken care of one more thing is that it offers a very strong portfolio diversification so if you still don't own a real estate especially one overseas this could be a great addition to your portfolio because if you invested in stocks and bonds real estate has its own benefits of diversification and not only that there is feasibility now of diversification within the real estate portfolio now many of us when we buy a house a good solid chunk of our net worth goes into that single Correct. home right and it is now dependent on how that home is being maintained what's the prices of that locality it could be like one event like a earthquake or you know god forbid something of that sort which could take a wipe out a large chunk of your value with fractional real estate now you can own multiple properties in your real estate portfolio and diversify the same amount that you would have invested in one home into multiple properties and that has a very very strong value to be considered plenty of advantages pratik as you said but then as they say there are always two sides of the coin so if there are advantages there would definitely be some drawbacks too right yeah of course i mean you are invested in real estate market eventually right so there are risks associated with property investments and we have seen in the past that property prices can decline and your investment is broadly now associated with the property prices as well as the economy in which you are invested in right so that's one thing secondly the one the platform that you invest through but the projects that they invest in now they do their own due diligence and some of them have a very very controlled processes where they do not accept more than 10% of the applicants you know from the projects but you need to do your own bit of due diligence as well on these thirdly there is no control over development or the property management you cannot decide what you want the property to look like or give views on that this is generally very tightly controlled by the property management and lastly the exit is dependent on the platform and the property manager's choice which means there might be liquidity constraints at sometimes that you cannot quickly go in in and out many platforms do offer you the ability to sell your share to third parties but in certain cases that might not be true however if you are invested in multiple of such projects if you've done a portfolio diversification within the real estate there are exit events at different points of time so there is always more liquidity coming in and it might be better off compared to holding one house where if you need liquidity you have to sell the whole thing while you might have only needed 10% of mm-hmm. that amount mm-hmm. 
just a sub question to that, as since you mentioned that your exit of your investment would depend on the platform through which you invest in. Mm-hmm. So do these platforms determine beforehand that your investment needs to be locked in for a certain period or that's completely their choice? Before you invest, you will be able to see a timeline, which these projects usually give. And they would upfront tell you that this is likely to be a three to five year project, or this is likely to be a 10 year project. Most of the times these fall under three to five year on some even shorter horizons. And eventually when they are also exiting, you can vote as a majority. So they do seek majority vote of the owners on any major decision like exiting. But if 75% of 50% vote on a particular project to exit and you do not want it, it might go the other way, right? They may still exit it. Fair enough. So are there specific countries, Pratik, where you can invest in fractional real estate or you can do it anywhere across the globe? So there are, you know, few that I'm aware of, like, for example, US and UK are two where fractional real estate is picking up quite a bit. In fact, US, there are multiple platforms now of fractional real estate. UK is just starting in that. As far as I know, there are two or three platforms that have started doing it. In Europe as well, there is not exactly real estate, but they are project financing where you might be financing a developer for completing a real estate project. And those are the ones where you can even invest as little as 10 euros. So these three geographies are definitely open. This phenomena, in fact, is coming to India as well. And there are a few platforms which have started offering fractional real estate in India as well. And let's take that point forward then. And since you mentioned US in your previous answer, The follow-up question to that is that let's assume somebody wishes to own fractional real estate in the US and you've mentioned that there are plenty of platforms that allow you to do the same. So which are those platforms and is there a specific criteria to use such platforms or something on those lines? It depends on the affordability. So what is the ticket size that you want to invest? So some of these platforms have minimum ticket sizes of $25,000. For example, one big one is CrowdStreet. And they have, individuals have invested over $600 million through the platform in the last five, six years. It's a pretty well-known platform in the US, but they do have a minimum investment size of $25,000, which means that the number of investors in a particular project is a bit lower than what usually it's not in thousands. It's usually in a few hundreds. So some of the platforms that I can think on top of my head are CrowdStreet, Reality Mogul is another big one. And in that you can invest, I think it's as little as $5,000. Then there's Lex Markets, which is even more affordable with property stakes going in as low as $250. There's Roofstock, there's Ground Floor. And now Republic, I think some of you might have heard of Republic, which is used to be only for startup investments. They have also expanded into real estate and property markets. So now you can own fractional real estate through Republic as well. And their minimum investment size, I believe, is around $1,000 plenty of platforms but let me make one thing very clear to our listeners that all these names that uh, Pratik has listed out to you are just for information purposes and not a recommendation that Pratik is making that if you wish to invest you should invest only through these platforms so please if you do intend to own fractional real estate in the US please you should do your own due diligence as well but moving on from the US and since you mentioned that this trend is gaining popularity in the UK as well. Are there any popular platforms there that you can think of? Yeah, so there are two that I know of. I haven't invested through them yet, but I know London Fractions is one of them. And there is another one called British Pearl, which is also into fractional real estate. As I said, this phenomenon is just unfolding 
a bit in UK and a bit new. So I expect in the next year or two, we'll see a lot more of such platforms emerge. And it also depends on the local you know, regulations, how easily platforms can gain pace and start accepting even smaller investments. You know, So that's one thing which has constrained some of the US platforms from expanding into other geographies very quickly. Mm-hmm. So let's round off this conversation, Pratik, with one final question. Actually, there are three parts to this question that I'm about to ask. How does one fund these purchases? That's one. What kind of accounts does one need for these kind of investments? That's two. And finally, of course, how can investor be of any use for such purposes? Sure. So a lot of these platforms require you to fund the purchases through either you know, wire transfer or bank transfers. There are some like Republic, which might even accept a credit card or a debit card swipe to make that investment and i want to really caution indian viewers and listeners towards this that they should not be using their credit cards to make investments overseas by doing so they're falling foul of rbi's regulations because when you swipe a credit card it is going into your expense account while this is an investment and it must be declared in your lrs quota as an investment so it should go out from your indian accounts under that category so while the platform might allow you to do so, please, please refrain from funding any investments through debit cards overseas. And then what kind of, uh, second question I believe is what kind of accounts does one need one for these? Yeah, that's right. Like bank accounts? Yeah, what kind of bank accounts? Do you need an international bank account or you can do it from your own domestic account itself? Or does that require any no. specific special kind of account? Sure. So you can do it from your Indian account as well. But when you liquidate these investments and receive the proceeds, they will usually go back only to the account where it came from, right? So you will have to receive it back into your Indian account, which means now if you want to reallocate that capital to a different project, you will need to transfer the money again from your Indian account. You will cross the FX twice in this whole flow, right? So the better ideal way would be to do it through an international account where you know you can keep adding money to these investments periodically whenever there's a rental income coming in or any partial liquidations, you can keep receiving them in your foreign account as well without needing to repatriate the money till you are ready. When you need the money, you can, of course, repatriate it back. But it is very inefficient to do it from an Indian bank account. And of course, Investor can be of a massive use here because we do provide multi-currency account where you can hold cash in 30 plus currencies, specifically US dollar, GBP and Euro would be very useful here because you have individual accounts in all these three currencies. You can even liquidate an investment in the US, convert the money into euros and reallocate that capital towards a you know, European real estate, European fractional real estate, if you wish. It basically means that you can reallocate capital and your portfolio much, much smoothly than you would be able to do from an Indian bank account. Absolutely. So that's great information, Pratik. And thank you so much once again for being here, taking time out and answering these questions, because I'm pretty sure when I heard of this topic first up, I was pretty clueless as to what exactly does fractional real estate mean? Because for a lot of us, owning something means owning something completely in its entirety but this is something completely novel and i'm pretty sure a lot of investors would take heart from this and would choose to invest in fractional real estate but thank you so much prateek for taking time out and joining us on this episode thanks armaz it was a pleasure and to listeners who have tuned in thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the investor crisps podcast lots coming your way so do follow us on our social media handles thank you so much for joining us today Oh, 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 oh,